No statements made during the Growing Your Wealth radio show shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on your individual information. Brian Evans of Madrona Financial Services is licensed to offer investment advisory services through Madrona Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through Madrona Insurance Services, LLC, a licensed insurance agency and an affiliate of Madrona Financial Services. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investors cannot invest directly into indexes. No investment strategy, including asset allocation or diversification, guarantees a profit or guarantees the avoidance of loss. Financial planning is an important tool that does not guarantee specific outcomes. When it comes to investing, retirement, and legacy planning, the decisions you make today can greatly impact the quality of life for both you and your loved ones tomorrow. What you need is straight, unbiased information on the most important issues you'll face when planning for your financial future. Good news. You found the Growing Your Wealth radio show with Brian Evans. Brian is the founder of Madrona Financial Services, and with his background as a CPA, he brings a unique perspective to the investment and financial planning world. He follows the philosophy rooted in his tax experience of, it's not what you make, but what you keep. And this focus on tax-smart investment strategies is all part of the fully integrated planning strategy known as the Madrona Bundle of Services. You'll hear Brian's thoughts on everything impacting your portfolio, from income to taxes, and from growth opportunities to long-term security. This is your source of comprehensive financial information. You'll soon understand why they call it the Madrona Difference. So get ready for an hour full of the most comprehensive financial information on the radio. And welcome to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Thank you so much and welcome to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans, the radio show that gives you the straight talk and honest answers you need to help you reach your wealth management and retirement goals through smart investing and careful planning. My name is Jeff Shade and I'm just here to ask the questions, but of course, the words of wisdom and solid advice come from the expert. That would be Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. How you doing today, Brian? Doing great. Thanks, Jeff. Always glad to hear that, Brian. I hope our listeners are doing well today, too. Another great radio show lined up for us here, so let's get started. Brian, it occurred to me that President Biden has been in office now for about five months or so. This is really quite a dramatic change from the previous administration. It seems like we have gone from sort of super capitalism all the way over to super socialism with nothing in between. Yeah, it's it's definitely two different sides of a coin here. You know, for four years, there was absolutely business, pro-business, pro-U.S., pro-business, all of that stuff. And so Trump was very adamant about that and pretty much wasn't going to do anything outside of that. There wasn't going to be a lot of compromise. And then we had the the shift, and now we're hearing the same rhetoric in reverse, that there won't be any compromise, even though it was talked about during the campaign. But I'm not witnessing any at real attempt at compromise right now. So kind of went, uh, pendulum has shifted and, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm seeing what's going on. And, you know, we're not trying to be political on this, on this show. We're I'm just trying to state uh, what, what we see, facts and figures, that kind of thing. Certainly the proposals that are out really, we'll, we'll be talking about a little bit here, some of those proposals and what some of the long-term effects could be can be uh, quite negative in a capitalist economy. So we'll talk about that and bring that up. But we're seeing that I, I think that the left side of the aisle, after years of being ignored, essentially saying, well, now it's our day. We're going to get everything we want, everything we've ever thought about, we're going to put into 
these stimulus packages, and I, I do want to talk a little bit about a stimulus package and whether we need one and, and what, what's behind that. Well, Brian, the third stimulus check has gone out. A lot of people have gotten that, and I have heard the theory that most people that are getting those stimulus checks, the vast majority of them actually don't need the money at all, and they're taking that money and doing other things with it, some of them putting it into the market. Yeah, even young people are doing that. I've, I've talked to several young people. They went out and bought GameStop or wow. – or something with it, because they didn't need the money. And, and if you think about it, if our unemployment is well under, you know, what is it, 7%, let's call it, mm-hmm. 93% of people were working. And if many of them got stimulus checks, they're going, huh, bonus. Uh, right, I right. didn't really need it. I, I still have my job. So really, it was, you're, and you're always going to have, you always have 3%, essentially. I, I don't think in, unemployment, gets, uh, unemployment gets below 3% ever. So there's essentially 3% of people, eligible people, to work that really are somewhat unemployable, but 97% are. So when we're talking 7%, if you take away that 3 really we're talking about 4% of people that mm-hmm. were unemployed that, that could be employed. I do want to talk about that a little bit, but that people are getting checks, and we didn't have a, a complete disaster where you know half the population was unemployed. We all needed money to buy food, sure. which is kind of how it was presented. And that, that wasn't the case at all. Uh, most people I know, I, in fact, virtually all the people I know didn't need it. They weren't unemployed when they received that check. Well, that's interesting, and I've heard the same thing too, Brian, and I have read that there was even talk about a fourth stimulus check, and I saw something the other day that where somebody wanted a like a mandatory $2,000 a month payout. I mean, that's not incentivizing anybody to get a job. Exactly, and, and I've been talking to a lot of small business people of late, and the consensus over and over and over, it's the same thing. It's I can't find workers mm-hmm. because they're getting paid more to sit at home than to come work in many cases. And that is a problem. We are, I mean, has anybody ever, t- anybody listening taken a psychology or sociology class or anything? I know I have, and we're pretty much incentivized. If, right, if, right, right. If you want to go out on a date with a pretty girl, you better have a job, a car, uh, dress nice. You know, it's like right. you're incentivized to uh, not be 200 pounds <laughs> overweight, whatever it is. I'm being kind of silly here. Sure. But, it, you know, if you want to play on the sports team, you better go to practice and work really hard. If you want, you know, to be an accountant, well, then I think you better go to college and get some accounting, you know, skills or whatever. Everything we do, we're incentivized. Otherwise, you know, we would be on vacation all the time, and and, uh, and that doesn't really work. And so when you take away incentives from people, in fact, most of most legislature and tax laws, they're all about social engineering. Mm-hmm. We want you to buy a house. Okay, well, let's see. We, we want to encourage home ownership. Well, let's make mortgage interest deductible. All right. We want to encourage long-term investments. Well, let's give you a lower tax rate on capital gains that you hold for at least a year. Okay, well, there's an incentive. Everything's about incentives. Everything. (laughs) And now we're getting, uh, the pendulum is swinging to where we're saying, let's take away incentives. Let's make everybody the same, regardless of effort, because that's our new utopia that everybody will live in harmony and drink Coca-Cola, you know, like that (laughs) commercial of the old days or whatever. And that doesn't work. We do we have any examples of that? Yeah, we have a whole planet Earth to look at all the different countries that have tried that kind of thing. It doesn't work. So it, it's really concerning to me that if the more we take away incentives, so as I look at these things, I say, okay, what's the incentive? What's the outcome here? What are you encouraging people to do or not to do? 
And so now I'm looking at hearing about another stimulus, you know, another four trillion or whatever. Amazing. Uh, I'm going. What what needs to be stimulated right now? I mean, employers can't find employees. Supply chain, uh, everything's backed up. Demand is huge. People want to buy stuff. They want to travel. They want to go out and eat. They want to do all this stuff. They but you know they're limited by by su- supply right now. It's not the other way around. We don't have a lack of demand. We we have a lack of supply. So uh, to me, I'm what are you trying to stimulate the issue? That another issue that that I think about. God, I'm just rambling on here. Another issue is if you stimulate an overly stimulated economy, guess what you get? Inflation. Right, right. Well, Brian, we may sound like old folks here, but, you know, our parents used to say the same thing. Is there a cultural shift, do you think, in investing in yourself, working hard, getting an education in order to get the things that you want in life, as opposed to just saying, hey, I'm breathing air, I expect them, I want them? Well, yeah, I I think there's another pendulum shift here, too, that's happening, because I'm also being asked a lot, you know, why are housing prices going up, up, up? doesn't make any sense. We just went through a pandemic and a recession, and, you know, we have to have the government stimulate the economy, but, (laughs) you know, a house gets listed and it ends up selling for 20% above list price with 20 offers. What's going on? I mean, this doesn't make any sense. And so one of the things that is happening is just demographic shifts, the millennials, are getting to the age where they're getting married and having kids. And, uh, honey, I don't want to live in this 400-square-foot Seattle apartment for four grand a month. I want to move out to the suburb and for four grand a month have a house and have a yard and a garage and near a good school and all that stuff. So uh, they're getting to an age where I think there's some priorities being shifted. So now You've got this increase in demand for uh, houses, especially, you know, due to COVID and telecommuting uh, houses outside of the central core. So now we're seeing the rest of the country kind of catch up. It used to be the haves and have nots. You know, if you were in L.A., San Francisco, New York, uh, Seattle, okay, prices go up, 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 up. But if you're in the rural areas, they were really stagnant. Well, that is really changing now. The hottest market statewide in the country right now is Idaho. We're talking about the Trump-Biden shift here on Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans of Drona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. Earlier, Brian, you were talking about basically the tax law contract being ripped up. There are a lot of things that are on the chopping block to go away. There are a lot of things on the chopping block. One of them is step up in basis. So it used to be you could pass down your assets uh, generationally without having to sell them to pay a tax unless you have a lot of assets and you pay the estate tax. But now if you do away with the step-up in basis, now when you pass assets down, they're going to have to be sold, pay uh, almost half or sometimes in excess of half if we add the new Washington capital gains tax. So I'm just going to call it half for purposes of this discussion. So uh, when you pass away, half of it's going to go away. Uh, 1031 exchanges, selling investment real estate and buying replacement, that's on the chopping block. Capital gains tax rates, again, going more than doubling, going from a max rate of 23 to 50.4 in the state of Washington, potentially. And so we're seeing this, what's happened. And when I say the tax contract being ripped up, we've had some of these laws have been in effect for well over 100 years. Planning for over more than our lifetimes has been all around, okay, here's our contract. It's called the tax code. This is what we rely on. This is what we're doing our planning around. This is what we're doing multi-generational transfer around, charitable gifting. This was what was uh, to incentivize us to do things. This is what we've been relying on. 
And right now, that tax code is getting essentially uh, talked about is uh, going to be ripped up and say, I don't care what you've done, known about for the last hundred years. We're changing all the rules mm. and we're going retroactive here. And sorry, but uh, we need half of all transactions. So if you make money, we need half. If you sell some, if you invest long term and you sell it again, we want half. If you die, we want half. We want half. Every time there's a transaction, we need half of that. And so that's just scary to me. I mean, I'm looking at this going, well, where's the incentive? And, yeah, and, and right. not only that, but the talk about creating jobs. And we, we should talk about that. If, if you get a lot of money to the government, they say that well, we create jobs with that. But to me, those aren't really jobs. I want to talk about that maybe in the next segment. But you know, when you give it to entrepreneurs, they create careers, typically. The, the stuff I'm hearing about being created is not careers, it's, it's activities. Yeah, and we've talked before about Ronald Reagan back when he was a movie actor, and because of the taxation rate, I mean, he wasn't incentivized to make more than two pictures a year because of the taxation. I just see a disincentivation, if that is a word. I'd probably get a call <laughs> from an English teacher there. But we're not being incentivized to uh, do some of the things that we used to. I'm not happy about this. I'm sure that a lot of Listeners are not happy about this. So what can we do about this? Well, uh, I have actually been calling my Congress people, uh, writing letters. I had a congressional meeting to talk about some of the potential implications of changing these laws after 100 years and, and what that could do to the real estate markets, to job growth, real jobs. Um, again, sustainable jobs. I'm, I'm going to differentiate, and I do want to talk about this in the next segment between a sustainable job and something that's around for a couple months. That is not a job. You shouldn't even count that. There, there ought to be a, almost a present value. If you, create, if you say, I'm going to create a thousand jobs, well, what's the present value of that, those expected wages? I would like to know that because I'd rather have a hundred you know, long-lasting jobs than a thousand gigs. Uh, a gig to me is not a career or a job. You are listening to Brian Evans of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. Of course, our show is called Growing Your Wealth. We're glad that you could join us this fine day. If you have at least $500,000 or more and you would like a complimentary, no cost, no obligation financial plan with one of the planners here at Madrona Financial Services, who, by the way, can also talk taxes, estate planning, life insurance, any number of different things. If you'd like that plan, the number to call 844-MADRONA, 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. No time like the present to get that plan. You can also request it online at padronafinancial.com. We'll take a quick break. Be right back with more of Growing Your Wealth after this. Stay with us. Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans will be right back with even more ways to help you stay focused on your retirement goals. When you need something important done around the house, you call a professional. Why is it when it comes to retirement investments, most people don't know what theirs is built on or even if it's right for them? Madrona Financial Services is made of a team of professionals that will create a retirement plan as individual as you are and make sure your financial foundation is clear to you every step of the way. Call them today at 844-MADRONA for a no-obligation retirement readiness review. They'll learn about what you want most out of retirement, plus you'll get an investment and retirement analysis and a tax analysis. You've worked hard to earn it and save it. Take the time to have the right professionals help you keep it and grow it. Find a better way at Madrona Financial Services and bring everything together. Call Madrona Financial Services today for your free retirement readiness review at 844-MADRONA. That's 844-MADRONA or visit them online at madronafinancial.com. That's madronafinancial.com. 
At Madrona Financial Services, we believe you should never worry about running out of money in retirement. Retirement should be spent doing what you love with the people you love. The CPAs and financial advisors at Madrona Financial Services want you to know that with proper financial planning, that's exactly what you can have. Their goal is to do everything they can to help you achieve a financially secure future. They have many tools and ways to help you reach your retirement goals, from guaranteed lifetime income streams and protection against market losses to alternative real estate investments and strategies to minimize your taxes. With the Madrona Bundle of Services, they have everything you'll need to plan for retirement under one roof. So schedule your complimentary meeting today and get back to enjoying your retirement. Call 844-MADRONA or visit madronafinancial.com. They'll arrange a meeting at one of their three convenient locations or conduct a virtual meeting if that works better for you. Take control of your financial future at madronafinancial.com. Tired of getting only half the story? We've got you covered with the most comprehensive financial information on the radio. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth with your host, Brian Evans. Now, here's Brian. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. And in this segment, we're going to continue our discussion about the pendulum swing from the Trump administration to the Biden. That's right, Brian. And we were talking about jobs before we went to the break. And you and I were having a pretty stimulating conversation off the air about jobs being created. I mean, jobs, careers, I've often thought that those were two different things. So talk a little bit about the jobs that they're talking about. Yeah, you know, I, I'll even add something to it because there's actually two topics. As I think about it, there's careers, jobs, and gigs. And so to me, a career is somebody that's engaged and wants to add to their skill set, wants a long-term kind of engagement, many years or decades. So that's a career. Most people, if you went to college or trade school, you're looking for a career. A job is is something, you know, when you're starting out, maybe you get, you know, whichever fast food place will hire you or I had jobs and uh, you know on the farm, sure. and so they would recur every year. I know I could always go back and pick berries again or drive that tractor again. I, I was a job, and then there's gigs where it's just something that it starts, it has a finish date. That finish date is not too far in the future, and when it's done, it's done. There's no coming back to it. Uh, you you move on. And so as I hear uh, a lot of talk about creation of jobs, so we're going to, all right, let's borrow trillions of dollars and put it into these programs that will create all these jobs. And I see jobs being counted, but I'm thinking, no, 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 those are gigs. They do not last. They don't stand the test of time. Once you've built that stretch of road or, or done, built that, that structure or whatever, it's done. Everybody gets laid off. It's it's over. That's not a job. That's not a career. And so I I do think there should be some differentiation. And as I look at uh, small business people and I think about them, depending on the small business you're in, you might be creating jobs. You might be creating careers. Most you know most times they're not gigs. And and I, I I think it's really important to differentiate. Now many small business people create careers, and uh, because you know that's that's how they sustain. Right. They have a, a goods or services that are better different than their competition. And to have better different, you've got to have people that are there. You can't just keep hiring new people every every month and think you're going to create a better good or goods or services than your competition. So to remain competitive, you have to have skilled people that uh, learn the trade, 
are good at it and stick around. So to me, there's a big differentiation. Well, Brian, I know that Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs, by definition, is a small business. I don't know how many people you employ here, but the thing that I have noticed about this particular business is that I've seen the same faces around here for years and years. So as a small business, you have created not necessarily jobs, but careers. Yeah, that's a great example. I mean, when I came to work here, I was there was Bob and there was a receptionist and then me. And now there's over 30 people. I know our payroll has got to be close to two to three million a year, especially if you add benefits and payroll taxes, definitely over three million. Now that came about from Bob doing tax returns and hiring me and what happened from there. And so, you know, you're sitting across from me. You're you're on my payroll too. You I mean, bet. I'm proud to be here. This is a career for me. And it was an opportunity that was extended to me where I have invested my time and my effort and I have learned something and bettered myself. And I, quite frankly, have built a wonderful career thanks to you and Madrona Financial. Well, you're the best uh, business co-host in the country. <laughs> so uh, I'm the beneficiary of that. But, Thanks. you know, that was 30 years ago that I came to work for Bob. And there's people that have been here 28 years. These are careers. And that is so important. Now, if every time I had a transaction, I lost half of it to taxes, if that were the case, I can pretty much guarantee you there would not be 30-something employees. Mm. The payroll tax I pay on that, the business and occupation tax I pay are, you know, in the hundreds of thousands of dollars for each of those every year. So I wouldn't have been able to have that money to grow the business. That's what entrepreneurs tend to do. You know, we work with so many entrepreneurs. That's what they tend to do. They reinvest and they grow. That's just how they're wired, even though they don't necessarily need to. It's how they're wired. Now, the government's a little different. Government created jobs. On the whole, not all of them, but a lot of them can be gigs, as we were just talking about, and they're not so permanent in nature. So I think we need to focus on those kinds of creation. I'll just state what I'm trying to say here. (laughs) If I have money to invest in my business, I think I'll create much more longer-term good jobs Mm -hmm. than if I give it to the government to do the same thing. I think entrepreneurs are better at creating long-term careers and jobs than the government. So it sounds like you're a proponent of investing uh, time, effort, money into small businesses as opposed to just giving it to people as an incentive to not work. Yeah, it's very biblical. I mean, they talk about it right there in the Bible. It's like, I could give you a fish. But tomorrow, you're going to need another fish, and you have your hand out going, where's my fish? Or I could teach you how to fish. Right, right, right. And you'll feed yourself the rest of your life. And so that's just a basic, basic parable there that I think applies here. And so I'd rather have people, you know, incentivized to learn how to fish (laughs) and not just wait for someone to hand them a fish because that's got to come from somewhere. Brian, there are a lot of big businesses within our listening reach here. We've got Microsoft and of course, uh, we've got Apple and Amazon and all those things. But, you know, when you talk about small businesses, how many people do small businesses really employ? Well, they employ 60 million people in the United States. What's interesting is they they employ just under half, but when you look at new jobs being created, it's nearly two-thirds of all new jobs are not being created at Boeing and Microsoft and big companies, Johnson Johnson, whatever it is. They're being uh, two-thirds of new jobs are being created by small businesses, according to the Small Business Administration statistics. Two-thirds. And so, yeah, I, I know there's a lot of talk about, oh, Amazon doesn't pay their fair share and, and all this stuff. What's What I find kind of ironic 
is that under the new proposals between the state of Washington capital gains tax and the Biden uh, capital gains tax, I would be looking at over 50% as I introduce new partners into my business and sell them shares of that business. I'm going to pay over 50% to the government, keeping less than 50%. But if I was a large corporation, my tax rate's 21%. They're thinking about moving it to 28 I'm like, well, what about me? <laughs> I'm creating all these jobs. You know, we started with three of us. Now there's over 30. I don't want to sound selfish here, but I, I don't feel like that's my fair share. I keep hearing these words. You got to pay your fair share. You got to pay your fair share. Well, I think more than 50% when I'm trying to create jobs is probably significantly more than what I think is my fair share, especially as corporations are paying roughly half that. We're talking with Brian Evans from Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs here on Growing Your Wealth. Glad you could join us this weekend. So, Brian, we've talked about this pendulum swing from super capitalism to super socialism and some of the incentives for uh, business people being ripped up and incentives for people not to work. What would you say is the general takeaway from this particular conversation? And again, what can we really do about this? Very good question. So it's made tax planning kind of, you know, I have to sit back and go, okay, are they going to try and undo 100 years of tax planning? And now I got to rethink everything. What, what do we do going forward when they take away the tools that we've relied on all these decades and, and for century, essentially? But what I think is going to happen is we look back at history and we've seen these pendulum shifts before. And so we saw uh, Jimmy Carter and then we saw, boy, that didn't work uh, in a lot of different ways. Great guy. But economics didn't work so well under that administration. Then it went to Reagan and then a completely different approach. So we saw that pendulum. And then since then, it's kind of been going back and forth over the years. And so I think that, you know, the, the Trump era was not going to go on forever where it's, you know, essentially 100 percent pro-business. The Biden era will come and go where it's 100 uh, percent not pro-business. Pretty much. And that's all I'm seeing. And it's going to end up somewhere in between is, is my thought. Now, the tax laws that uh, are getting talked about being eliminated now, I think that is going to be temporary in nature, dependent upon that swing. So if certainly if we have a swing back, we, we saw a lot of Trump's propol- or, or laws undone or like day one by Biden. And, and I think that we would see the reverse happen, that a lot of this stuff would just be fully reinstalled. If it does get eliminated, they're going to put it back in. If we see that pendulum, if and when, I guess I I should say, we see that pendulum uh, shift back. That's Brian Evans of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. Of course, our show is called Growing Your Wealth. And every week we talk about things that relate to your finances, fiscal fitness, your financial education to help you get to retirement and help you stay retired. And once in a while, we do talk about current events like we've just talked about. If you're looking for someone to handle your finances, maybe a new financial advisor, if you don't have a plan or you want a second set of eyes on that plan that you do have, highly encourage you to get in touch with Madrona Financial Services if you have 500 thousand dollars or more to invest that number 844 madrona 844 m-a-d-r-o-n-a also on the web at madronafinancial.com brian time for a break we'll be right back with more of our show after this Stay tuned for more Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans, the show you can't afford to miss. When you're researching something, weeding through all the available information can be daunting, especially when it concerns your retirement. What you want is a thorough analysis from an expert. Good news. Brian Evans of Madrona Financial Services has done that for you in his recently published ebook series, Inside Retirement Investing, Volumes 1, 2, and 3. 
You can get your free copy by calling 844-MADRONA today or visit madronafinancial.com to download your free copy. The Inside Retirement Investing ebook series covers everything from the basics of retirement planning to investing to taxes and so much more. Call now to secure your free copy, 844-MADRONA. Madrona Financial Services provides a one-stop integrated approach to retirement planning. Schedule a complimentary no-obligation financial review to get on the path to achieving your retirement goals and get your free copy of the Inside Retirement Investing eBooks by calling 844-MADRONA or by visiting madronafinancial.com. If the fuel gauge in your car was broken, would you know how far you could drive before running out of gas? You know, not knowing how long your money will last in retirement is a lot like driving a car with a broken fuel gauge. You just don't know how far you can go. At Madrona Financial Services, we want you to know that there's no need to live with the stress of uncertainty. At Madrona Financial, we have insurance-based solutions that can guarantee lifetime income, protect you from market losses, and even provide for your loved ones. And as a CPA and personal financial specialist, we scrutinize every product we offer. If you want to learn how to create a secure lifetime income stream, protect your money from market losses, provide for your loved ones, and potentially reduce your tax burden, schedule your complimentary meeting today. Call 844-MADRONA or visit us at madronafinancial.com. We'll arrange a meeting at one of our three convenient locations or conduct a virtual meeting if that works better for you. Take control of your financial future. Call 844-MADRONA or visit us online at madronafinancial.com. You can't build a house with just one tool, and you can't plan for retirement without an integrated, comprehensive strategy. If you want to get more information on the Madrona bundle of services, call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA or go to madronafinancial.com. Now, back to more of Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. And in this segment, we're going to be talking about interest rates. And Brian, I want to talk about interest rates. I want to talk about inflation. We were talking off the air, though, about some of the investment opportunities and their low-risk investments. And I know that you handle a lot of people's money here. And I, I want to talk a little bit about these high-risk investments. We were talking about Bitcoin and GameStop. With the investors that you handle, you really don't quite get into investments that are that risky or volatile, or do you? Yeah, I tend not to, and and I, I can explain why. It's, it's not that I don't think you should have some of that stuff. My first attempt at writing a book, I wrote a chapter in the Black Book on Personal Finance, and I talked about the major asset classes and so forth, and then I said at the end, talked about fun money, about money that you could lose and it won't necessarily negatively impact your life, that you might want to take a gamble that you wouldn't normally take, uh, whether that's cryptocurrency, as you just mentioned, or a precious metal, or a stock that you just think is, is could be a high flyer someday that hasn't already gone way up. But there's a, other stuff out there that probably is in that category. So most of my clients will rely on us for financial planning, integrating all the different aspects of financial planning during your life and after, legacy planning and so forth, and protecting assets to some degree, uh, having some risk assets and so forth. So you might break down the categories. So you, you've got your stock market investments, which can be good for growth and liquidity. But if you're doing a broad market on stock markets globally, you're not going to quadruple your money in a month or, or lose half of it in a month. It's, it just doesn't really work that way. If you have a diversified portfolio, we have real estate, you have your business, you have fixed index annuities for safety and cash flow, you got fixed index universal life for cash flow and tax-free legacy cash flow in your retirement. 
And so we have all these different categories, but I will add that last category, high-risk assets. Mm-hmm. So that that is something people can do. I generally encourage people to do it on their own if I'm managing most of their money, which I typically am, or if they want to take a, a flyer on something, we'll, we'll have a conversation about it. But it's not something I can do for everybody because what if I'm wrong? And very often you're wrong with one of those. That's right. And I'm sure over your 30 years of experience doing this, you have uh, learned those areas that people can make money in. But as you said, there is that discretionary money that you can throw into things like Bitcoin and lithium and that sort of thing. There are people who have made a lot of money with Bitcoin, but by the other side of the coin too, there are a lot of people who have lost money with things like Bitcoin. I have yet to be able to pay for a tank of gas with Bitcoin so far. (laughs) And then there's the the long term on that, you know, will it be replaced by one of the other cryptocurrencies as the go-to? Does it have the bandwidth? And, you know, there's a lot to some of these things. And and so, again, it's okay to, to take a flyer on, on something or to not be as diversified if you think something, if you really believe in something. That's okay, too. Everybody's different. And, you know, I, I talk about diversification all the time on here, and I do that for clients. I'm not diversified. All my money's in Madrona Financial Services, Madrona Insurance Services, right. Bauer Evans CPAs. I mean, sure. that's my retirement, my net worth is tied up in three small company stocks. Mm-hmm. And that's why in the last segment, when I was saying I was going to tax it over 50% when I transfer these to the next generation, I'm like, oh, that doesn't, that doesn't sound fair. I'm paying the highest taxes of anybody in the, in the country, uh, on that, but, uh, I, I won't belabor that point. But uh, uh, I'm not diversified, and I'm okay with that. Whereas my clients, most of the time, they say, I want safety. I'm done working. I don't want to have to worry about working again. So I don't want to put all my money at risk, or even any of it sometimes, or maybe some, but even that risk, I want it to be metered. I want to have more in the secure areas like the annuities and the FIULs and those kinds of things and less in the higher risk stuff. Brian, when you do portfolios, I know that inflation is one of the factors that you keep in mind. Because inflation, we've been talking about this, it's been historically low and it looks like it is coming back. I mean, as evidence, like you said, the price of building materials, gasoline, housing, everything else. Is this a factor in designing portfolios these days? Does inflation take more of a place than it used to? Yeah, I think it's going to because what we're seeing now is, you know, with some of the the things that are coming out of this administration are going to uh, cause inflation. We've seen it before and we're seeing it again. So we have excess demand relative to supply right now and that, that causes inflation. Now, interest rates as opposed to inflation the the interest rate you might pay on your mortgage or the interest that a government might pay on a 10-year bond is different, separate from inflation. They're, they tend to kind of be close together, but right now they're separating. We have really high inflation in certain areas out there, like building materials, that kind of thing, but we're not seeing it reflected yet in interest rates. The Fed has to keep those interest rates down. Otherwise, a government wouldn't be able to pay the interest on the bonds that they, you know, the, the, the national debt. And I want to talk about bonds. I mean, when you talk about interest rates, people with safe money investments, people of our parents' age invested in things like CDs. And there was a time when you could get a decent rate, 7 8%, but CD returns these days are like 0.06%. So for safe money, I mean, really safe money, where do you go? What's a CD alternative? Well, yeah, that's, that's where people have always historically gone to the bond markets. And so I have some stats in front of me here. There are some areas of the world, uh, just as an update, the 10-year treasuries 
Germany uh, and Switzerland are negative. You pay them to hold your money <laughs> for 10 years. Japan is essentially zero. What's interesting to me is the U.S. will pay you 1.63% for 10 years right now. The U.K. will only pay half that. France will pay you about one-sixth of that. Spain will pay you about a third in Portugal. And I think, when did Portugal, Spain, and France become better bets than the United States for investors? Interesting. Uh, more safe havens than the U.S. I, you always think of the U.S. being the, the gold standard of safe haven, the U.S. Treasury. But almost every, <laughs> even Greece, 1.02%, and the U.S. has to pay 1.63 for the same 10-year bond. Greece gets, to, gets a discount. They don't have to pay as much because they're considered more of a safe haven. Greece. <laughs> than the United States. Boy, that uh, Italy, 1.06. I mean, uh, it's it's crazy to me that how, how that shift has happened. So I am, do, do have some concern about the U.S. having to pay, you know, because we're borrowing so much, people recognizing that, well, there might come a time where you can't pay that back. And so that, that could creep into interest rates at some point. Brian, do these bond yields that you've talked about, does that change your strategy insofar as investing clients' money in bonds? Absolutely. Because I don't, I don't see the upside right now of investing in these low rates, knowing, thinking that rates are going to have to go up as the balance sheet of the United States deteriorates, which it's deteriorating at a rapid pace right now because of the bar- borrowing we're doing. All that means is rates are going to go up. And if you buy bonds now, you lose money in your bond. Your upside is that rates wouldn't go up and you get your 1.63% or whatever it is today. And you're going, well, that's not too good either. That doesn't cover inflation because inflation is going to be much higher than, than what that pays uh, based on my opinion. And so, yeah, I, I'm constantly going, okay, what are my alternatives to bonds? Uh, can I get a, a lifetime cash flow and an annuity? It's interesting. People ask, well, what's going to be my rate of return on that? And I, I kind of chuckle. It's like, well, that's easy to answer. Uh, tell me what the market's going to do the rest of our lives. And then tell me exactly the day you're going to die. Because mm. if it pays you for life and you live a long time, your rate of return is really good. If you die prematurely, the money does not go back to the insurance company. It goes to your heirs, that, the money that you haven't taken out. So there is that. But it's, you know, we don't know, but I do believe it's, you know, in virtually every case, it's going to be much, much higher than the bond yield. So there's an alternative. It might, alternative might be some passive real estate. Alternative might be a fixed index universal life. I'm constantly looking at alternatives right now to the bond markets because I'm just not that excited about investing in bonds. Brian, do you see a time in the near future when bonds just will not be a viable choice to put into someone's portfolio? No, I actually not. Because as I've always said on this show, every investment category has positives and negatives. And one of the positives to bonds is that it's less volatile than many of the other areas of investment, and it's still liquid. So I might say, all right, I think your rate of return is going to be much better with a lifetime fixed index uh, annuity. But is it liquid? No, maybe 10% a year it's liquid, but it's not 100% liquid like bonds are. And so I'd say, well, bonds get the check mark there for liquidity. Maybe not for rate of return, but for liquidity they do. So, and, and security. So, I, you know, everything has its place. I just said most of my investors are going, well, I, I have plenty of liquidity. What I don't have is plenty of cash flow. I'd rather have more check boxes on the cash flow side than the liquidity side in my retirement. Okay, that makes sense. That means I'll have less bonds. I won't eliminate them necessarily, but I'll have less than a standard portfolio. 
That's Brian Evans of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. If you like what we have talked about, maybe you have questions, you have individual questions you'd like answered, we highly encourage you to get your complimentary, no cost, no obligation financial plan. Call 844-MADRONA, 844-MADRONA. You can also request that financial plan by emailing us from the website madronafinancial.com, madronafinancial.com. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. We talk about these plans all the time. When we come back, we're going to flesh out a little bit more about what these plans are really all about when our show continues after this. Discussing the financial issues that matter most to you. We'll be right back with more Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. And now here's Growing Your Wealth, presented by Madrona Financial Services. Here's Brian Evans. One of the toughest jobs out there that I've ever heard of is the role of being an executor. When someone passes away, somebody has to execute the terms of the will. Not a fun topic to talk about, but of course, a lot of us listening may need to be in that role at some point for someone else. And so it's good to at least bring this up. So what are some of the roles of being an executor and who actually is an executor? Executors are often chosen as a family member and sometimes it's compensated and sometimes it's not, but there's a lot of work to it. So it's not a bad thing if there is some compensation involved generally. Some of the things you'll have to do is first uh, get a copy of the will, file it with the local probate court, or you may have a living trust and you wouldn't go through probate. You have to notify banks of the decedent's death, figure out what kind of property does need to go through probate, represent the estate in court if necessary. You have to set up new bank accounts for incoming funds. You have to pay bills, file an inventory of the estate's assets with the court. You also have to maintain the property until it can be sold or distributed, pay all the estate's debts, figure out the income tax and pay the taxes, distribute assets, and dispose of any other properties. Now, there are sometimes things that come up that are outside of your wheelhouse or can be somewhat unnerving uh, if the estate is being contested in some way. So when it comes to being an executor, it's not an easy job. I would suggest that if you are going to be named as one, get a copy of the will or living trust now. Get your copy of Madrona's latest books, the Inside Retirement Investing Series. These books cover everything from the basics of retirement planning, investing, taxes, and so much more. Arm yourself with information. Call Madrona Financial Services today at 844-MADRONA for your free copy or visit madronafinancial.com. Do you ever worry if your CPA and financial advisor are on the same page? You won't have to if you call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA or visit them at madronafinancial.com. Now, back to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. And in this segment, we're going to be talking about our financial plan. And Brian, we've talked about this for the last seven years or so, the fact that when people call 844-MADRONA that they can get their first financial plan if they already have a financial plan from another advisor. They can pick your brain and get another financial plan from you and compare them side by side and see if you can do a little bit better for them. So I thought in this segment we would talk in more detail about these financial plans. Now, I have one of them in front of me, but let's start with the first step when someone calls 844-MADRONA and Laura takes their name, address, and they set that appointment. What is the first thing that's going to happen to create this financial plan? They're going to get a questionnaire, and the questionnaire does not ask for specific details too much. I mean, certainly, rather than say, all right, list every investment you have in your company 401k plan, we don't ask for that. 
we'd say list how much you have in a 401k plan and whose it is. Oh, it's my wife's and it's got 300000 So we're, we're looking for general figures like that. There are some questions about, do you have a will? And then on a scale of one to 10, what's important to you? What are you looking for? That kind of stuff. We want to get to know you a little bit too. But we do ask for just basic numbers. What are the, the numbers we can associate with different investments that you have, whether it's real estate, your business, stock markets, retirement accounts, et cetera? And Brian, there are some financial advisors that I've spoken with and have heard about who say, we're going to give you a financial plan, but it is only one page. I mean, this is a lot more than one page. Yeah, if I had a house inspection, I sure hope they don't dumb it down to say, <laughs> here it is, one page, and they get it down to one word, and they say good, bad, or ugly. <laughs> Generally, when people are doing the one-pagers and the really summarized ones, they're doing it to try and promote a particular type of investment, typically annuities mm-hmm. or something else, or maybe non-annuities, you know, just stock market and, and so forth. Those aren't very usable to me. So we do a very comprehensive plan. It starts out with a balance sheet. We want all the different assets listed out by type. I want to know inherited IRAs as opposed to 401ks as opposed to rollover IRAs. I want to know your residence, vacation homes versus rental houses, all the different assets and liabilities. I want to know the net worth because we have to account for all of this when we do the financial plan. So the first page is basically a total net worth. You're basically taking assets and subtracting liabilities from them. So you're sort of get a snapshot of where they are today. Next one deals with cash flow. Explain that a little bit. Yeah, we look at the inflows and outflows year by year graphically and numerically later in the program, but here's a graph that will show the comparison in like this sample report that I'm looking at in front of me that you have in front of you. It shows that the expenses, what they are, but it shows that we have a gap. There's a number of years where after retirement and before Social Security and whatever else they have, there's really no income coming in. So the cash flow is, is not proper. And this is, okay, I look at this graphic and I go, oh, okay, I have an opportunity here to help this person not be relying 100% on investment returns for a period of time that I'm looking for what are the holes in this plan. In this case, I'm saying, well, this cash flow during the early, gosh, almost uh, in this case, almost 10 years of early retirement, there isn't any. So we need to fix that. And Brian, I've noticed that this plan has run out to quite an extensive age. I mean, they started out here at age uh, 58 and 56. You don't just run it till 80, do you? No, we we default to age 90, but we also ask, you know, let us know if there's a reason it should be shorter or longer, and we'll run it to whatever you want. So the next graph is portfolio assets. What that is, is it tells us it's a graphic representation of what the expectation is of your investable assets for the rest of your life. It does not include your residence. So we know that you need to have a place to live. So in our financial plans, we exclude the residences and vacation homes unless you say, hey, we're going to sell this vacation home for 500 grand in 10 years. Okay, we can plug that in. But we, we tend not to include your residence as a portfolio asset. So, Brian, that's the cash flow out, but by uh, the turn of the coin there, there's also an income cash flow. Yeah, the first ones we're doing, we're actually comparing ins and outs in the summary format. But then we get more granular. So we have both graphically represented and numerically represented year by year, type of cash flow by type, the inflows coming in. So inflows might include, all right, you're working for several more years. Your spouse is working for several more years. Then we have a pension and Social Security. Maybe you're getting cash flow from annuities, fixed index universal life, passive real estate, active rentals, business buyout. 
whatever it is, we're going to list that particular call, that particular item, uh, what the cash flow looks like over the upcoming years as its own column. And then we're going to sum the columns together to figure out what is your cash flow coming in. Not the return on investment, but just, I'll call it mailbox money. Mm -hmm. Money that comes in each month that you could use to live on. We want to know what that is when we do this initial plan. So we're already five, six, seven pages into this plan. Of course, more than just a one-page plan. It is very, very extensive. Again, if you'd like a financial plan with Brian, 844-MADRONA. One of the financial advisors here can sit down with you and take the information that is needed to develop a financial plan for you. It's not just the Brian Show. There are other financial advisors here who can also work on these plans and talk taxes. Let's go to the next page, Brian, which is cash flow or expenses. Yeah, so now we've got to get granular on what's going out. So the outflows, we got your living expenses. We're going to factor in inflation into that. Uh, liability payments on your mortgages. We've got other expense flows. We've, we've started adding a whole column just for health care, whether it's Medicare supplements, that kind of thing. We're, we're putting that in as a separate line item these days. You might have tuition for kids in the in the future, so we'll estimate that down the road. Income taxes, obviously huge. We know that in our analysis, we also have determined what your required minimum distributions will be after age seventy-two, and the taxes associated with that. These are these are items that people rarely have in their financial plans. But to get them right, you gotta you gotta account for them. There, it's real. You're gonna pay taxes on that. We gotta uh, anticipate what the tax rates are gonna be down the road too. But inflation is huge because I'm looking at this plan here. If somebody started out at sixty thousand living expenses in their late fifties, we've got it projected to be one hundred fifty four thousand by the time they're in their late eighties. So uh, we have to account for the fact that inflation is going to be real. And that's why we uh, separate the inflows from outflows and then overlay them on top of each other to figure out, uh, do we have an issue here? Is there something we could solve for? And Brian, there's so much information in this. At the end of this, is there some sort of a summary that people can look at? And in a nutshell, maybe in one page, just sort of take a look at where they are and where they could be. Yeah. What I really like about this plan is, you know, maybe you're visual and we've got lots of bar graphs and visuals. Maybe you're a numbers guy like me. You carry around an Excel spreadsheet in your head 24-7. <laughs> and, you know, then for people like that, then we've got all the numbers out here. We have the overlaps. We have the summaries, uh, whether graphically or numerically. And then there's a super summary that just says, all right, you said that you, you spend X amount per year in living expenses. It does tell you how much you could spend. What's your cushion annually for the rest of your life with all these things factored in? We also have a summary that says how much you're going to, if, if all of this came to, to pass, which it won't, by the way, we have projections. You know, we, we project maybe the stock market is going to go up, your investments are going to go up maybe 4.5%, and maybe inflation is 25 Will it do that? No. But it's our best guess right now. That's why we need to update these. For our own existing clients, we update them over time because things change. And frankly, they've been changing for the better. Mm-hmm. You know, your real estate's up, your business is worth more, your Stock market investments, your retirement plan is up and all of that. But we do have summaries in there to give us those visuals to say at a quick glance, am I going to be okay in retirement? And then the one thing I haven't talked about is this is just the the entry point. 
This is where we're getting to know you. We haven't even done any analysis or made any recommendations at this point. This is just where we get a good idea of what's going on, what will go on if if we remain status quo. And that brings me to my uh, final topic here, and that is the suggestions part of this plan. I mean, as you said, you get to know people, but then if you take a look at this and they say, this is great, but I had hoped for a little bit more, do you offer suggestions to help people get to where they want to be? Absolutely. That's the point of this, that you know, if, if you thought you were okay, you probably don't need to come in at all. <laughs> if you know you're okay and you don't want any help, then don't, you know, don't bother. But that's not the case for most people, of course. They want to say, all right, I'm doing fine, I think, but could I be finer? Could I do better? Could I have less risk, more cash flow? Whatever it is you need, that's why the questionnaire is really important. So you might have answered some of the questions, uh, scale of 1 to 10, are you worried about the stock market and uh, cash flow and retirement? You might put 10s there. How about growth and blah, blah, blah? You might have a one. Like, okay, well, this person wants more secure investment. Or you could reverse those numbers. Okay, this person wants more risky investments and is solving for different things. So this is just a starting point. It's the analysis. It's taking your car in and getting the full diagnostic. It's mm-hmm. going to the doctor and getting a full physical and running all your your labs and knowing what the levels are for everything. That's what this is. It's the first tool in our diagnosis of your finances so that we can then offer some good advice. Brian, I know that you personally take into consideration individuals' needs and wants and desires and that sort of thing and what sort of tools that they have. And in order to put together a plan like this, which is 10 to 12 pages, I would imagine that it takes a lot of work to do this. And I would also imagine that maybe some people might charge a significant amount of money to do this because there's a lot of work involved with it. But I understand that, again, you do this complimentary. There's no cost and there's no obligation. Yeah, and, and I'll explain that because, yeah, most people charge quite a bit, you know, in the thousands for, for one of these. And the reason we do it is it's just it, – I think more people are willing to get it done, frankly, if they don't have to write a big check because they don't know what they're getting yet. And I've never had anybody said it's a waste of time to, to have one of these done. But if I want somebody to come bid on uh, remodeling my house – uh, I, I don't really want to pay them thousands of dollars just to give me a bid or give right. me their recommendations. I'd rather have them come, you know, take the time, if they're serious about helping me out, that they would spend some time analyzing it and give me some thoughts about that. And so that's essentially what we're doing to make sure there's a good fit there. Uh, Not everybody's a good fit. Well, this is really a comprehensive financial plan. And if you like what you have heard, you have at least $500,000 or more in investable assets. You're looking to hire a new financial advisor. We strongly encourage you to contact Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA, 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. They can talk taxes. They can talk insurance. They can talk legacy. They can talk about all the things that are important to you in your financial plan. Again, no cost for this, no obligation, 844-MADRONA. You can also request it online at madronafinancial.com. Brian, out of time for this week. Want to thank everybody for listening to us. Go out there, have a great day, won't you? We'll talk to you again next week with another edition of Growing Your Wealth. This is Brian Evans, founder of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPA and host of the Growing Your Wealth radio show. If you're close to or in retirement and don't have a tax plan, get one. It could mean hundreds of thousands of dollars throughout your retirement. Our country has been spending like never before, and that tax bill is coming. At Madrona Financial Services, we help build tax strategies into retirement and investment plans designed for you to help keep more of your gains. Take action and call us at 844-MADRONA to schedule a retirement tax analysis today. That's 844-MADRONA. 
After World War II, taxes reached 90% and were as high as 70% in the 80s. Don't be caught off guard. You can retire right and on your terms. Call to schedule a virtual or in-person review. Our number is 844-MADRONA. That's 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. Or visit us online at madronafinancial.com. That's madronafinancial.com. If taxes are keeping you from selling your highly appreciated income property, Madrona Financial Services has an exciting offer for commercial real estate owners. We have a team that's solely dedicated to helping real estate investors defer the taxes on the sale of their highly appreciated income property with a Delaware statutory trust. A DST qualifies as a 1031 like-kind exchange, so you can potentially defer your gains and reinvest them in income-producing commercial properties. And best of all, you can invest in a DST without any of the hassles or responsibilities of being a landlord or property manager. When you work with Madrona Financial Services, you'll be working with a team of CPAs and investment advisors with extensive DST experience. Now you have the freedom to sell your highly appreciated income property, still enjoy the benefits of investing in real estate, and potentially defer the taxes on your income property with a 1031 exchange. Learn more at 844-MADRONA or visit us at madrona1031.com.